Well, uh, uh, Sai has been working at the World Economic Forum recently. <laughs> uh, they have. I'm glad they Bob's, let you do Bob's this. Size my checks. Really yeah. glad they let you do both things. Do, yeah, to do this. I was. A, I was. I had when you told me that. I just deep gasp, and then I was like, "Man, is this the end of us?" You know. Uh -huh. and they're like, "No." They're like, "No, no, no. It's good. It's good yes. that you that you still have this outlet." Yeah. Um. So. Uh, you're we have we have Serena with us today. So if you Serena Farb has been I, as either your third or fourth time with us uh, and uh, you've uh, you were born vegan. Yep. Sai Sai was uh, like pretty much after you graduated high school, turned vegan, I, I think maybe. Well, yeah, a couple years, a couple after, years, a couple years. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I felt, mm -hmm. felt like that again. Yeah. But um, why are you guys not a total psyop? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's cra it's crazy that that people can't fa can't fathom that people would make the choice to not eat. Well, forget even veganism, just not eat meat, and have that be like a personal choice that they choose to do mm -hmm. for their own, for whatever reason. You know, they think everyone's an op. George Harrison, he was an op because he's vegetarian. Yeah, you know, every Indian guy op. You know, because they don't eat meat. You yeah, know, it's just like yeah. To the six, we be in the mix with that rare candy paint job on the whip. I need food for the kids, money for the rent. Fuck a lockdown, baby. I can't do that shit. And I don't never vote, cause I'm fucking broke. And either way, I know the police ain't gonna leave me alone. On a plane by the visit, Glen Rock, me crypto told me I should bring the Glock with me. So I packed up my piece and I'm sliding. Cause we might get caught up in a riot. Middle finger Trump, middle finger Biden. Fuck a left, fuck a right, is you riding? Boy, you love to see it. Rocket. Ain't no politics, baby, we just talking From the birds to the bricks, we be in the mix With that rare candy paint job on the whip, who you with? I think a lot of it comes down to a deep misunderstanding of what veganism actually is mm -hmm. And sort of the, the vast array of reasons that people can eat a plant-based diet And how your diet and health are somewhat different, although very related, but somewhat different to veganism. I think, so that, that's my take, is I think there's a, a pretty deep under, misunderstanding um, that I can certainly <laughs> share my perspective on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, no, I, and I, like, I think what are, where a lot of people are coming from is, like, ultimately it's, it's a hard-to-swallow pill and it's never just about the food you eat i feel like like because that's that's like not what uh -huh. it is right because it's about the vegan identity mm -hmm. more so than anything right like wouldn't yeah. you wouldn't you agree that like it's because it's a very similar to like bitcoin it's never just about that you own some cryptocurrency you know what uh -huh. i mean it's always about yeah. like oh exactly you know, yeah. you're you're the it's all it's about the the identity and i think that's why and like you know, look, if somebody told me tomorrow that I couldn't eat meat anymore, I, I'd, I'd like to wonder who's telling me that, why they're telling me that. Like, it would be yeah. a drastic change in my life. Like, um, and I think they view it in, in that sense when they see these talking points from. I don't know. I, I don't even know who's saying them, but, you know, half the time you'll just see some infographic come up where it's mm -hmm. like, they actually uh, these soy is better to eat. And mm -hmm. it's from, you know, the Gates Foundation. I don't know. Something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And well, people I mean, immediately, immediately reflexively. And I. I'm sympathetic to that because it is, you know, people like Gates and yeah. stuff like, yep. well, we'll oh, just be course. like, yeah, no, like, no, don't like, like, no, we need to like, I need to go on the carnivore diet. I need to do that. I, I need to do the complete opposite. It's like, well, when I know yeah. a lot of this got stirred up when Bill Gates came out, there were headlines all over saying something like, you know, rich nations should switch to 100% synthetic 
you know, beef or yeah. something along those lines. And I think that's such a good, it's a great thing to analyze and look at because that's a lot of what I saw people pointing towards when they were saying mm. like, see, Bill Gates is trying to push this on us. He wants to like feminize us with the, these GMO soy products and like all of this mm. stuff. <laughs> and it's like one, Bill Gates himself is not vegan does not care about veganism and does not actually advocate for veganism with where he puts his money. Right. That's like he gives a lot of funding to like animal agriculture industries and has made an explicit point of wanting to say increase chicken farming, for example, chicken farming and dairy in like a lot of rural African countries, which is really ironic when you realize the rates of, um, you know, uh, lactose intolerance in yeah. some of these African yeah. countries. Hold on, the he... audio audio is going crazy again. I don't know. I think it is <laughs> yeah, on your keeps, side. Keeps yeah. popping back. Yeah, to, to, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. It was like really good for a while. It's Gates. He's fucking um, signaling yeah, in. Dude. Yeah, he's coming in, dude. Yeah. yeah. Let me. Um. It was great for a while. That shit. That's okay. That's probably better if she if she just rejoins. Yeah. Are we still recording? Anyways, thanks. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> what is, how many times is that? Is it? Or I'm here. Yeah. Oh, Every time perfect. you come on, okay. the episode ends up getting scrapped or something. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, you sound good now. So I'll, okay. I'll let you know. So I was, I'm sorry. Yeah. Threw you off a little bit. But I, that, yeah, uh, it's okay. I don't know what's going on. I've got my good mic in. It's sounds, sounds, sounds great now. So okay. that's, yeah. that's good. Um, <laughs> so yeah, just, you're basically this gates himself is not practicing what he is uh no no uh, you so know kind of going the yeah. idea that he's pushing veganism on us i think is one just not true what he's pushing uh -huh. when you look at the substance of what he's saying is he said synthetic beef he did not say yeah. whole foods organic plant-based diets right. or anything like that he happens to be pushing only the products which he also has a vested interest in right. and so I think what's going on, you know, ultimately is as interest in veganism, in animal rights, in plant-based diets, in ethical living, you know, whatever, it, as it's grown, I think people like Gates see the writing on the wall that they need to find a way to invest in that, that they need to find a way to profit from that trend. Okay, gosh, finally we'll get, well, you're, you're about to say something crazy and every time you get <laughs> Bill Gates just takes yeah. garden shears from his really questionable yeah, yeah. paper and <laughs> okay. cuts those things. Anyway, yeah. So it's like I think as this the as interest in veganism has grown, people like Gates see the writing on the wall, and so they're basically saying, How can we profit off of this? Because when you look at the things he's invested in, GMOs, whatever, like you know, it's really hard to profit off of agroecology and organic whole plant foods that sort of anyone can grow in their backyard. So if the trend was encouraging people to eat healthy whole plant foods within a vegan, you know, lifestyle, there isn't a lot of profit there to be had. Where's the profit to be had? It's in the, you know, up and coming technology. It's in the lab grown meat. It's in these even and lab grown meat, to be clear, is very different than the highly processed like you know, plant-based, impossible burger, beyond meat, these things. But either way, Bill Gates has made a clear investment in that. He has a literal stake in some of these companies. So, of course, he's going to come out and be like, yeah, rich countries should switch to 100% synthetic, you know, beef, because, like, he can make money off of that. Yeah. I don't think that means he actually cares about right. that. And... That's not him trying to push veganism on us. That's him trying to promote a product that he has a vested interest yeah. in. Yeah, imagine thinking the one thing Bill Gates cares about is animals. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. a dude. And I would even argue that he he stands to lose money even if if he 
this is what's weird is like I know he would lose money even or investments or whatever even if he pushed an industrial vegan diet compared to mm. an industrial factory farmed CAFO omnivore diet because it's the, just the the mass of what's the difference of food well it's just because veganism is so much even at that scale even at an environmentally degraded uh, uh, de- environmentally destructive uh, <laughs> uh, way veganism is so much more efficient at producing calories than beef so when you when you but the, you know the more meat that you have the more inputs the more everything it's like you know we feed half of our crops to animals yeah. in, in the world today and like in america in for in, in terms of industrial agriculture it's way more it's like 80 percent um so like bill gates not profiting off of certain things uh in a vegan diet because i think again that is kind of like a misconception of people that that bill hey what if you take the meat out of your diet bill gates wins you know what i mean but like you know you're basically saying that if I just decide to switch to like, I think I'm going to go a little more black bean heavy on my protein rather than, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. chicken or like carne asada and like a, in like a burrito or something like that. Like that's, that's helping nobody but myself. Right. I mean, I'm not, unless, unless I'm, you know, getting it from another you know, horribly bad, you know, yeah. agriculture company or something. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just, that, that I find interesting because I think most people think that being vegan is just like imitating meat, right? Like mm-hmm. imitate, like, like how do I get this Texas roadhouse taste? Yeah. You know, how do I, how do I do this? Like, and then, and then I want everyone to have it and nobody gets to have Texas road. Like that's kind of the way they view vegans as though they're kind of behind this cloak. Like, wait till I, wait till they see my recipe of this, like, you know, and then it's, it's the thing that they don't ever remember. And, um, so I, I, I just, I think that's interesting to divide up the different types of like vegan diets. Um, Mm -hmm. because I don't even think even most vegans are in agreement on what you should eat. No, I mean, well, because fundamentally, and I think this is the most important thing, veganism is not a diet. It is an ethical principle about not harming and using our, you know, the fellow earthlings that we share this planet with. So it's it's not a diet any more than being against animal cruelty or being against like trophy hunting right. or, you know, anything like that. You know, you like it, people, it would be ridiculous if you went to like, you know, a group of people that are against like trophy hunting, or that's what they generally advocate for. And you're like, do you ever eat at Burger King? Like, are you healthy? Are you like, what's your diet? Are you into right. working out? Yeah. Like, you eat junk food? It's like, what do those two really have to do with each other? And I think that's where a lot of this stems from is because people assume that vegan means healthy or means like, you know, you're a health nut or it's a specific diet when it's really not. So you can have vegans that are concerned about a corporate food system that don't want to support Bill Gates, that are into healthy eating, raw food living. You can have vegans that like don't give a shit about that at all. And they're just, yeah. they're, you know, they they ate fast food before they went vegan. Now they just eat fast food that doesn't have animals in Oreos. it. You know? yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> so it's that's a really good comparison for me is like if we take other, you know, sort of justice issues or movements that are based around some ethical principle, we don't automatically assume all those people eat the same diet, but people kind of do that with vegans, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So. Yeah, and it, it's, I think something Serena and I talk about all the time is exactly that, this whole new, because you you've always been vegan, and I, I'm not like a super old school vegan, like 20, 25 years ago or whatever, but still, I remember it was way different when I started than what it is now. And now it's all, I'm not saying it's popular, but now it's all mainstream and psyoped and weird. And it's like this, you have to believe, like you're a fucking Democrat now if you're a vegan or you're like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like all these, or, you know, your voting patterns or this or that, or you're, you're, it's just weird. It's like, a, 
it's I think that's the psyop is that they, it got taken over from the inside out mm-hmm. and it became this. It, it, and I think I, I don't even know if that was on purpose or not. You know, I know that's what a psyop is, I guess. But it's like like a, it, I think it's a lot of it has to do with like social media and the, the whole vegan social media craze and everything like that. And um, I'm glad we're talking about this. Maybe celebrities. I'd say a lot of celebrities, like, pop, a lot of yeah. pop culture stuff. Hollywood, maybe, they LA. might have attached their their politics to that. Well, there are a lot of people within the movement that are, you know, making posts. Like there, there was, you know, there's many disagreements <laughs> within vegans. But one of them is, you know, is veganism partisan or political or not? Like, you yeah. know, are you vegan if you're not liberal or if you don't support X, Y, and Z? And all, like, and there are people that very much are pushing for it to be this super narrow you have to believe like all of these other things too in addition to this to you know be a real vegan or something yeah. like that and that's what everyone is called whenever i talk about this everyone's like oh fucking libtard here and it's like you guys know who i am you know you know who i and it's uh but even beyond that i just i feel like the vegans of yore were fucking uh of yesterday were were way more just like into free thinking and and like health modalities in terms i'm not saying it's all about the health or whatever but just like you know mm-hmm. curing, can- curing cancer naturally and they did kind of have an alliance with the omnivores in a sense where like which i kind of think is maybe maybe you disagree serena but like i i i vibe a lot more with like cool omnivores than the, the, the vegans that i don't vibe with i don't know why that is you know <laughs> even though that even though i don't agree with the diet stuff at all um it's just super weird, and but I, and we we could stay on this for as long as we want. But I did want to talk about the health because that's really what I I want to mm-hmm. talk about heart disease. Um, okay. I'm sorry, the mic is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that. That's a new sound. Jesus Christ! This is yeah, crazy. That, that yeah. Mute, Serena, mute yours to see if it's just mute it. Just mute it. See what happens. Okay, it's definitely coming from there. Yeah. Damn. Fuck, dude. Man, this is this is crazy. Uh. I don't know. Unmute. Let's see if we can. Hmm. Yeah, it's like sounds like something's like like sounds like a court like something shaking like a shaker almost against it. Like I don't know what that is. My hair. Oh, definitely your hair. Boom. There we go. <laughs> okay. All right. Tie your hair back. Damn it. No, I'm kidding. This, <laughs> the, 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 this the, rocks. Uh, this is hilarious. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Okay. Yeah, no, but, so for me, the the because my whole thing it's like these the carnivore dudes or mostly carnivore dudes that are po- you know like a posting a giant ribeye steak with a pat of butter and like a side of like raw milk and you know and like that's their diet or something and, right you know and like i don't care about arguing ethics with those guys because they don't their ethics arguments are dog shit they don't have an ethics argument. okay i'm sorry why don't they eat vegetables like I, I, I like I'm saying this. I I like meat. That steak. They're scared good. of carbs. The steak, <laughs> yeah. the, the steak itself looked very good to me. Like in my opinion, I don't yeah. know about the huge like Kerrygold Irish butter on top. Like I don't know like about the huge thing yeah. on there. I that didn't make sense to me. And then with eggs and all that with stuff. Eggs, yeah, that eggs. that didn't make a lot of sense with me. But like the steak itself looked good. But I'm like, put that with some asparagus with me. Like perfectly. Yeah. Me. I'm like, you put some asparagus, some maybe some sauteed spinach. Like we're we're dancing if that Something happened. Something culinary at least. Yeah. Like, that's I, what, yeah. It, that's what I mean. Like so so is it carbs? Is that why? Would that be? The, I think a lot of it. They're like the trying body, to bodybuilder mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah. Okay. But I, I also think a lot of the new line is the, well the whole Jordan Peterson thing is like the and a lot of dudes listen to that guy you know in terms of like his diet advice uh, where. Mm-hmm. 
the whole thing is people have severe digestive issues and any plant kind of homocysteine thing, any mm -hmm. kind of quote unquote nutrient or anti-nutrient from plants will trigger this cascade of effects that can only be solved by an extreme elimination diet, which is what carnivore is just an elimination diet, right? Right. And well, I'm not yeah. willing to say that those guys are wrong and say that what they're experiencing is false. Because mm -hmm. I hate when people do that to me, when yeah. people say like, you know, that what you're experiencing isn't true. Placebo. What yeah. I'm saying, yeah, what I'm saying is, it's it's the like the sword of Damocles, right? And it hangs over your head when you can only eat meat. And it, like, that's this apple cider joke. When Jordan Peterson's like, Oh, I drank yeah. one one tablespoon of apple cider, and I my back hurt for a month. Well, the worst response I think we're allergic to or allergic, whatever the hell this is, having an, uh, an inflammatory response to something called sulfites. And we had some apple cider that had sulfites in it, and that was really not good. Like I was done for a month. That was the first time I talked to Sam Harris. You were done for a month. Oh yeah, it took me out for a month. It was awful. Really? Yeah, yeah. So I would say. So look, what, and what, so this is right before this whole truth conversation with Sam Harris that got during, stuck in the mud. During, During. So I, think the, I think the day I talked to Sam was like the worst day of my life, not because of talking to Sam, but it was just physical. Oh, Jesus, I was so dead, but so I, I didn't want to not do it. Because apple cider. Like, what, what was it doing? In it. What was it doing to you? Oh, it, it, it produced an overwhelming sense of impending doom. It's like, dude, that's not healthy. You know, like yeah. you need to be able to drink apple cider and not be debilitated for a fucking month. You know, that's a, mm -hmm. you know, so it's like, so the, I think what the more eclectic uh, health vegans would say in response is that basically it's an extreme gut flora imbalance. Yeah. Um, SIBO, small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. Well, like you, you have mm -hmm. to have the gut microbiome to be able to digest fiber. Like the the yeah. food you eat selects for the bacteria that live there. So if you start going further and further towards a carnivore diet and away from plants. Of course, you're going to cultivate the gut microbiome that can only digest meat. And so it's yeah. kind of can create this feedback loop. And there's a lot of, you know, evidence to back this up that like yeah. you're kind of that this is a I don't know what's really going on with Jordan Peterson, but this would be yeah. like an explanation that could fit for how people because I know other people like him that have had that experience. Yeah. yeah if you stop eating fiber and cut it all out, like you have to have the certain microbiome to digest it. Mm -hmm. And so, and then that is also like, if you go immediately from eating carnivore to eating tons of fiber, people can have issues with that. If you don't sort of slowly increase your fiber intake to help your gut microbiome um, mm -hmm. adjust to that. And the, and yeah. eating, eating meat and dairy and everything you eat, like it has a very rapid and immediate effect on your gut microbiome. And the, the, <laughs> I'm sorry, the literature is very clear in the, the scientific literature is that eating meat is not a positive for your gut microbiome, right? It's just not. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, you could take probiotics, you could do all this shit, but it's like your microbiome is not healthier on a carnivore diet than it is on a healthy plant diet mm -hmm. in most cases. You know, today we have all sorts of fucking factors with pesticides <laughs> and glyphosate and radiation, just a billion things. So I'm not saying like one's perfectly controlled versus the other, but it's pretty clear. Like, you know, you can change your gut microbiome based on what you eat without taking any probiotics or anything. Not against that. I'm, I, I like probiotics and stuff like that, but I wanted to, my, like, I don't care about like, you know, I, it's, it's useless trying to argue any kind of like factory farming. Well, okay. I got a lot of thoughts on this, you know, and I, I know you yeah. too. And I, I want to talk about the heart disease thing first, and then maybe we could branch out from there. Okay. Because I, I just hate when these guys play science. 
you know? And they, they and I'm not saying like the, the vegans have the authority on science at all. Um, what, what I'm saying is like when these guys cite these like crazy fucking convoluted, weird, like, you know, like niche, niche studies to support this pretty, you know, like radical diet of car- carnivory and they ignore the vast body of evidence. And I'm not talking about like dumb, like modeling or lib science or, or you know, like climate change sciences. I'm talking about like science that we know exactly what happens biomechanically when you eat X, Y, or Z to a pretty de- good degree of understanding for decades now, right? And like, I just want to, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying we figured everything out or anything, but we can't ignore what we already know. And the epidemiological these- studies. But I'm so they'll they'll trash the that's a dirty word for you know epidemiology is bad now, right? Okay. And I understand why because there's there's tons of trash epidemiology. Look at COVID, all all of COVID yeah. is a is a trash epidemiology and modeling kind of thing, right? And um, but I'm talking even just like strict biomechanically, you know. I I do want to talk about epidemiology, link it back to that. But I'm talking just like saturated fat, animal protein, and cholesterol. What effects do those have when you ingest them on the human mm-hmm. organism in the short term and the long term? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I what mean, you, what do you, what do you, what's, what's on the top of your mind right now with when I ask you that question? What's on the top of my mind is like the number one, the, I guess the number one study that was sort of used to debunk the um, saturated fat, cholesterol, heart disease link. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember, you know, the name or who published it, but it, it was, going around a few years back and it's like widely, widely cited by like lots of people in these, you know, carnivore communities. Yeah. Um, cause, cause there, there's a lot of people like you start talking about cholesterol and they're like, yeah, well that was debunked. Like cholesterol yeah. doesn't cause, doesn't cause heart disease. You know, eating mm-hmm. cholesterol doesn't raise your cholesterol levels or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's and, absolutely false too. Yeah. That's, right. And then the yeah. number, there was like one particular study that was, you know, widely circulated to sort of back this argument up. And this is where I think it's so important, like with COVID or anything else, that we have to really analyze and think critically about the studies and science and evidence. And so this study in particular, basically it's, they took people that, you know, essentially they looked at people that already had, you know, high cholesterol levels and, you know, added more cholesterol and their cholesterol didn't, you know, increase their, like eating cholesterol didn't increase their cholesterol levels. And so it was like, mm-hmm. see, there's no correlation here, but they're, they, they were already starting with really high cholesterol levels in this study. So basically they were able to show that there's no relationship, but they're looking at such a high level. So I, I think a, a really good example is like, if you have two glasses of water and, um, you know, you're like, and maybe one of them is already pretty near the top. Uh If you start pouring, you know, gallons of water into this glass of water, that's already like nearly full, it's going to flow over. Like you're the water level can't keep rising. So if you pour one gallon into this, you know, nearly full glass versus five gallons in, you're going to be like, Oh, look, the water level raised to the same level in this cup, right? Right. It raised to being full and then spilled over. And Uh so you can look at that and be like one gallon versus five gallons. It didn't matter how much I poured in. There was no correlation. And that's basically what this study did. They they were starting with such a high base cholesterol level. And it does appear that if your cholesterol is already super high, 
Yeah. yeah, eating more cholesterol at a certain point doesn't continue to raise it. The diminishing returns kind of diminishing thing. returns, but they didn't yeah. compare it with people eating no or low. Like it was a very unfairly, essentially skewed study when you look at it. Mm -hmm. And so that when I hear there's you know no link between cholesterol, we talk about cholesterol and heart disease. This particular study, which again I don't happen to remember the study authors or name of it off the top of my head, but. Um, it, it is so sort of misleading and manipulative and yeah. it gets cited so much to justify that there's no link between cholesterol and heart disease when the vast yeah. majority of our other research, other evidence, other, you know, epidemic, you know, everything else you mean, very yeah. heavily. Towards you mean cholesterol care. raises your cholesterol is like gravity at this point. <laughs> it's like, there's zero yeah. debate over, and no, what the. I do respect slightly more the because and when anyone says eating cholesterol doesn't really make cholesterol, immediate dismissal, completely doesn't understand what they're saying scientifically. That's fine, you know. Like I, I sure I say shit that in, in domains that I don't understand, but I'm just saying like it's like it's not to be taken seriously. Now the 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 next level is yes, it raises your cholesterol, but high cholesterol isn't all that bad in the context mm. of heart disease, and I'm slightly more sympathetic to that. Mm. And I do think it, it's a little more com complex. I think it is a little more complex than the vegans will admit sometimes in terms of like the cholesterol heart disease narrative. I do think you need, it's like a storm. You need the high cholesterol and you need the inflammation in the arterial wall that allows plaque and damage to occur, which builds up over the course of your lifetime and eventually creates heart attacks and strokes and things like that. But guess what does that? Animal protein. I was going to say, well, that's Colin Campbell, you know, exactly. that, that's mm -hmm. Colin Campbell's response, which is basically we're missing the boat by focusing on cholesterol. Yep. The real issue is that the animal protein that causes inflammation. I love that he's on that train, too, because like it'd be, you know, I hate when people are super and let's, you know, there is the vegan, the super low fat vegan that I like to clown on kind of. And it, it, a lot of times they don't look healthy. And they're they, if they're stuck in like 1980 and shit, you know, and it's kind of you know what I'm talking about, right? And it's but I okay talk. Let's talk about caudal esteem now, because that's really what I. How do you feel about caudal? Well, maybe who is he? What did he do? And do you think he's legit in terms of the heart disease angle? Yeah, I mean, so Glenn, Glenn you don't know who caudal esteem is? No, right? okay. no, no idea. So, so yeah, uh, Dr. Caldwell Esselstyn is um, a cardiologist who, um, his story is featured in films like Forks Over Knives, but he's a cardiologist who I believe grew up on a dairy farm, was actually super into like animal-based diets, not carnivore diets, but thought, you know, meat, protein, healthy, dairy, you know, best thing for you, your bones, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So he, not like he, unlike me, was, you know, he wasn't raised vegan or anything like that. Um, so came from this farming background, and I believe he works at the Cleveland Clinic. Yeah, yeah, Cleveland Clinic. Um, so it's a he's pretty pretty good clinic. Yeah, funny. Cleveland Clinic is is world renowned. You know, um, so he's a cardiologist there, and I don't quote me because I'm not going to remember his story exactly. But basically, I think he started maybe reading research or seeing things suggesting that, you know, plant-based whole foods, you know, low fat plant-based diets could prevent possibly and reverse some of the symptoms of heart disease. And so he went on, he wanted to sort of do a trial with this at, you know, working at the Cleveland clinic. And 
they kind of thought this was a crazy idea. So they gave him, they agreed to let him do, you know, this clinical trial, but basically gave him patients that were, you know, considered on death's doorstep. Like they thought, you know, we'll let him do this with patients that are like about to die from heart disease anyway, you know, because then there's nothing to lose. Like, we don't think this is going to do anything. And he was actually able to take patients that were predicted, you know, not to live out the year um, or something like that and give them another five, maybe even 10 years of their life in some cases by changing their diet. Yeah. Sometimes um, more. Sometimes yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't remember the details yeah. of it, but basically he's a world-renowned uh, surgeon and cardiologist. Yeah. And this isn't this is like direct cardio imagery evidence of an artery 90% blocked and half a year a year later is virtually 100% clear based on non-drug 100% diet intervention. Right? Yeah. So this is mm -hmm. not epidemiology, this is not, you know, pseudoscience this is direct you can see it with your own eyes over and over again arteries clearing out due to dietary um intervention which is incredible because i know he talks about in his in his in the introductions to his studies a lot of times he talks about how like we have evidence of like by the time you're graduate high school and go to college the vast majority of americans have the seeds of of cardiac disease already happening their, yeah. their arteries are like 10 20 percent scarred mm -hmm. right and yep. by the time you're in college right so to be able to reverse that in a year or two when you're already old as fuck you know 60 years old right is absolutely insane it's miraculous right it is an absolute miracle of science and it it, it is just mind-blowing that this isn't front page news everywhere in the world of course it's not mind-blowing we all know why it's not you know and I just and again, a lot of people I respect have been kind of in maybe in my DMs or something talking about this, and I you know they're good on the COVID stuff or whatever. But the way they mental gymnastics this science around this 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 caudal essence stuff is so funny. And to be fair, they might not be familiar with it, or whatever. But they, it's just weird how we we just we we do the funniest mental gymnastics around shit that we don't like yeah. or that we like. Oh, I got to you know, and that's the thing is like. It, and oh, the other important thing is that this is the only diet that's ever been proven to do this in the history of humanity. Okay, in in the scientific literature, no one has ever cured heart disease on meat, on butter, or on high fat vegan for that matter, on olive oil or huge amounts of you mm -hmm. know beyond meat or whatever you know. So it's like, and I'm not saying I eat that way. You know, Serena's way probably way better than me. You know, whatever. But it's just, it's just crazy how. Yeah, it's just so wild, you know, it's, and then people put all these studies up against like vegetarians or, or pescatarian. And it's like, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the whole foods, plant-based diet, mm -hmm. which has been absolutely been shown to do this over and over again. And people just don't want to deal with the fact that like, and this is our number one killer too. That's the other right. thing. It's, this is not a small deal. Yeah. This is not a, this is not insignificant. And um, yeah, so I don't care, you know, if you want to die from a heart attack, that's fine. You know, it's like, I don't care if you don't care about the animals, whatever, you know, but the second you start to like cite scientific yeah. studies and start to, it's like, man, it's just such bullshit to me, you know? And it's like, and I'm not saying there are, pro are problems with veganism and that there are deficiencies that need to be addressed and all that stuff. But that's my frustration. And it's just, it's so crazy, man. I just see people fall into these traps with this whole science thing in terms of the, the, you know, the omnivore versus plant-based diet or carnivore thing. And um, yeah, so that's my rant. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. This all so for from my perspective, you know, I I've always like I said I've always been sympathetic to people that are plant based and just I I love eating vegetables too. Like I love vegetables. I love you know non meat proteins, all all types of stuff like that. Um. So it's it's not really I don't I don't feel that sense of I don't feel that sense of you know man like i'm not getting what i want when i don't have like you know yeah. a bunch of carne asada and a burrito a bunch of you know this this and that now that that being said um we, you know working 50 hours a week and, and none of these are excuses but i think they're reasons that like man when i bite into like something really tasty that's like the highlight of my day sometimes yeah, you know what i mean yeah, yeah. and it's something that i like and now you know there's something to be said that i can train my taste buds to like other things because i have in the past like I, there's certain foods i've never liked when i was a kid that as i got older like i just kept eating because i knew they were good for me and now i like them but uh you know there comes a time where it's just like man like if i if i take that away from my you know, life and it probably sounds insane to people who've been plant-based for a long time but you're just like man i love i like i love this this is so good um and i and i, I that's kind of where i think a lot of these people's emotions come from uh okay where, so okay yeah go ahead. yeah no so first of all i totally understand that because i'm not fucking whole food plant-based all the time you know and i mm -hmm. i understand the pleasure of eating and i i'm a foodie too so and so what you just said you came right out and said it which is mm -hmm. what i respect yeah because you're being honest but what these people are doing they do the whole science yeah thing, yeah this is better then, actually and you're killing and then, people yeah and then that's, when they, yeah. yeah and then well, when they lose at the science argument then they say what you said which is like actually I like yeah. I just like to eat and it's you know it's I think it's, it's reflexive. We're just human and this stuff. And mm -hmm. I'm like that's fine, but just maybe you could have said that all along yeah. mm -hmm. instead of trying to like justify it with si with science or something. I don't right. know. But I know yeah. I respect that, and I that's what I've always said though, right? Like I just re like the the people that just eat what they want and, and enjoy it are way cooler than the people trying to do this 360 backflip kind of weird, you know, kind yeah. of like you know through a nitroglycerin plant, you know, kind of thing no. with. Yeah. Well, and that, that being said, I would no joke. Like, if I was diagnosed with cancer or something like that, I wouldn't touch meat. Like, I know, I know for a fact that, like, I like, I know these things. Like, I, I wouldn't touch meat. I would be eating a lot of raw food. I'd probably go raw vegan if I had cancer. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I probably would. Yeah. I mean, like, just that being said, like, because I, I don't like chemotherapy. I don't like things like that. I probably would do that. And yeah, you're, you're the truth about cancer, bro. I love it. Almost halfway through it, it's a long oh, yeah. series, Hi. but I love yeah. it. Ty Bollinger, come mm -hmm. on the show, please. Love Ty. <laughs> um, well, yeah, and if I can just say something too, I mean, what you said, I think, is why one, so many vegans do promote and talk about things yeah. like the Impost Burger or these other things, because when you are coming at it from a perspective of like, is your you know interest is your want for 15 minutes of pleasure mm -hmm. worth the life of an animal they don't care they're not it, the conversation isn't about health it isn't about any of that in that moment it's you know well if you're gonna eat something you know mm -hmm. to get pleasure like and and you know i mean most people that will sit here and say that they'll gladly go out and still eat at burger king like they're eating normal non-vegan fast food sure. horrible junk food they're not eating a whole yeah. foods you know, meat-based diet, right, right, right. you know, most people that say that. So that's where I think a lot of people, especially vegans come in and they're like, well, you know, here's the impossible. You can still have this very close replica right. meat tasting thing. Yeah. It's filled with GMOs and all this, but you're already eating that anyway. So if you don't, if health is not your driving motivator and you're not willing yeah. to, or don't want to give up, you know, 
taste to to live a perfectly you know healthy whole foods life or whatever then yeah, yeah and, and i totally relate to that like i'm you know i try to eat whole foods i still love visiting vegan restaurants and trying vegan wow. junk food like i yeah, i'm yeah. on the you know pleasure yeah. and, and vegan ice cream like i love all that yeah. um you know but and and i so i think that sometimes what happens is vegans and vegan food get held to this double standard like when people call it like the impossible burger is filled with all this but like yeah i agree so yeah, is not... the regular big mac and whatever yeah. else you're eating yeah. that's what rogan does all the time you, know, you have to compare like, yeah. you have to compare shit food to shit food right mm -hmm. like it has mm -hmm. to be a one to one comparison you're not going to compare you know an impossible burger to um, this, oh, I actually know the butcher and the butcher yeah. cut a really good piece of meat for me. I actually knew the cow's name and like, yeah, of course. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not, yeah. that's mm -hmm. not what people are doing. Right. Like, like, um, even yeah. we, you know, like, like, and half the time that private butcher thing is such a fucking psyop too. Like, like totally. I, I'm sorry, yeah. dude. Like, like, I don't, I don't know the details, but we had an issue with that where we no, found out it wasn't. 99 was meat still yeah. comes yeah. from factory so, farms. So glad. Yeah. I want to get into this so bad. I'm so that's a, that was the other I'm, in fact i forgot that's the other thing i wanted to talk about but i do i want i do want to defend like the beyond burger for a little bit i won't defend impossible because that shit's that's the building totally you, you are yeah. working for the world economic forum aren't you no, I'm kidding. okay they're <laughs> totally different <laughs> yeah, yeah. i'm not to, okay look at the ingredients on a beyond burger they're pretty fucking benign okay it's coconut oil and pea protein right and like vitamins and minerals right that's like the vast majority of onomores eat that. They'll fry food. And it's organic anyway. and non-GMO. Exactly. Yeah. The vast majority of onomores will put pea protein in their smoothie or whey protein in their smoothie, which is worse, right, for your health. Mm -hmm. Or they'll or they'll fry in coconut oil. You're eating stuff you already eat anyway. The Impossible Burger is different. That's like weird. It's like it's got like you know a, a GMO uh, heme mm -hmm. replica in it. It's got. It I don't. Glyphosate. They, glyphosate. It's they're and they're ethically trash. They're they're weird with the the, the the Gates thing, all that stuff. I'm not saying you have to like Beyond or like the taste or whatever, but it's like Beyond is not some like freaky deaky fucking yeah, you know, like super wild. Like it's just it's a plant based burger that is like pretty close. To, you know, it's like it's more close to beef than like a than a fucking black bean burger or anything. Mm -hmm. Now that yeah, exactly what you said about the because this is what I get into like. These guys will they'll pretend like they're all these grass fed, yeah. you know, eaters, and they they 100. I know very very few people that 100 avoid factory farmed animal products yeah. that aren't vegan, right? Yep. Like they uh -huh. they they all go out to eat at restaurants. They all go yeah. to Starbucks and put the cream in their milk. They all do so they support that system, right? That's just no getting around that, right? Yep. As annoying as the vegans can be, as cringe as they can be. They avoid the factory farm thing pretty much 100%. Like, and yeah. I'm not saying there aren't other issues with food, with like, you know, farm workers or anything like that, which always gets brought up as like some straw man or whatever. But it's just like, do you agree with that, Serena? Where it's just like, yeah. Mm -hmm. 100%. And, like, I mean, and even like DXC, who like we kind of, they're super cringe and they're super weird and we make fun of them all the time, an act, vegan activist group. Um, they were instrumental in showing that the Whole Foods like humane rating system was total bullshit. Mm -hmm. If they didn't do it, no one would have done it, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like it's yeah. like, do you want to know the truth about your food, Whole Food shoppers, or not? You know, it's kind of like this weird. So again, it's yeah. like I don't know. What do you think, Sir? I mean, I I've met like literally no matter where I go when I'm talking about veganism, 
every single person brings up, yeah, but what about backyard, humane, free range? Like everyone brings that up or they always hold that up as a comparison to the impossible or beyond burgers or what, like it's always there. And yet, like, so for the number of people that seem to talk like that's what they support and are buying and are against factory farm meat, literally 99% of meat still comes from factory farms. Mm -hmm. And those small farms, and even the people I know, like I know some people who have and do like raise and kill their own animals, like, you know, truly would be the epitome of like, you know, ideal backyard system. Even them, Mm -hmm. they still... I've, I've been with them. These are people I know fairly well, went to college with some of them. They still would go out. And when we yeah. were all at a restaurant or in the college dining hall, they were still eating factory farming. I have yet to meet a single person that holds this up or claims that that's, you know, the ideal system that is actually boycotting truly a hundred percent factory farm. Cause, because I think yeah. what happens is if you eat meat, you know, sure, maybe you're buying your meat locally from this farm or whatever. But then if you're in the habit of eating meat, are you really going to go and sit at that restaurant and be like, well, what farm did this come from? Where did it come? Like, you're just in the habit of eating meat. You eat meat, you eat dairy. So it's the vegans who are not in the habit of eating that and in the habit of asking and checking ingredients and labels who are the ones that are actually boycotting factory farming. And I I mean, I mean that seriously that I literally have to meet a single person that claims to support these other systems that is 100% boycotting factories. And I, I think it's because, I'm sorry to get, I'm getting a little woo-woo here, but that shit clouds your vision. You, you can't eat an animal and there are people that care more about what their meat came from than, than the people that are just eating Burger King or whatever. But you can't be eating animals and care about like you, you know what I mean. It's like that's why they're that's why it's all such a hypocritical thing, and that's why I'm so vocal about it. Yeah, but I also just it, don't think they do. I mean, like they just don't. You, they yeah, don't. they, they don't. don't. Like, it's, I, it's well, all, the animal aspect of it. Are you saying you're saying that like they wouldn't care about the source of it because their vision is clouded from it? I'm saying that for whatever reason, okay, there's, there's a common thread that vegans. A lot of people. Go, okay, here's what I'm. Maybe this I'll tack it from another angle. A lot of people go vegan for the health benefits mm-hmm. uh, or what they think are the health benefits. You know, they they come to the conclusion that a vegan diet might be healthier than their current diet and they do it. And then their compassion awakens. It's like a post. It's a it's a postscript kind of thing. You know, why? That's a very I've heard that over and over and over again. And um, I, th- I think it even happened to me a little bit to where it's like you you can't be like psychically tied to eating animals and pretend like you give a shit about animals that much. You know, it's, it's just kind of a weird, it's just the way the dice rolls, I think. And if it weren't that way, you'd see a lot more omnivores well, that, that are hundred percent dedicated to not I, eating factory yeah. farm meat, but they well, don't, my, they really don't exist. Not, my not my even, like, question to that, my question to that is yeah. like, okay, I know people who just don't care about cows. I know okay. people who care about like who like literally will if you even like touch their or look at their dog the wrong way, will go will snap on them yeah. and and like that's that's where I'm coming from where it's like yeah like even me I I kind of don't care about cows and maybe that's because I eat them I mean it's possible I mean and like mm-hmm. I even think they'll most people will, will attest to that but like I do know some people who like you know I'm you know I know I know plenty of people who work with animals like work with them you know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. like save their lives you know what yeah. I'm saying and yeah. they'll go eat a burger I, I you can't tell them for a second they don't care. You know what I mean? Like you can't tell it for a second when like they literally watch them die yeah, yeah. and stuff like and and like it. But 
that doesn't deny your point that that like well, you know, I'm not I'm not your... saying they don't care about um like I don't I don't want to make a claim like they're sociopaths or don't care about their dogs or their animals or whatever or like the squirrels that get hit by cars or anything yeah. that's you might not so, care about the way that that got on your plate. Yeah, that maybe Serena could probably dig into this way better than I could. What you just said, Glenn. That's a fantastic point, though, Glenn. I, yeah. I so I mean, I have a lot of thoughts on that. Yeah. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is Harold Brown, who was a former farmer, dairy farmer, rancher himself, mm-hmm. and he he's exactly one of those people. Like he killed animals on his farm. Um, and loved his dog like truly you know it was like nothing horrible could happen to his dog um and he basically talked about how it was like this switch was flipped in his heart it was like oh i'm over here like killing cows slitting their throat you know switches off oh i see my dog like switches on i can care like that it was this really sort of black and white thing but the other thing he talks about a lot is how you know that he grew up in 4-h and all of this sort of you know environment you know, yeah. built on exploiting animals and that it was hard at first, you know, that first time he had to kill an animal, it was really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And then when he did it again and it got a little bit easier and easy, you know, and over time it got easier and easier until he was at that desensitized, didn't care about it point. And, you know, yeah. today he's a vegan activist and, and speaks yeah. about this, but I think desensitization and sort of this cultural condoning and system of propaganda, honestly, is why I think, you know, you and so many other people love their cats and dogs and don't think about cows. I think we are innately, I believe, very compassionate, empathetic beings as children. I think most of us, Mm -hmm. you know, have deep empathy. None of us want to harm others. We're not, you know, unless you're a sociopath or something like that, but most, Mm -hmm. most the average person, they don't want to harm others. That's only 4% of our audience. So (laughs) you can, yeah, it's fine. You know, if you you put like a bunny and an apple, you know, in front of a toddler or, you know, a small child, their natural instinct is not to rip that bunny to shreds the way, you know, like obligate mm-hmm. carnivores, like a lion or, you know, even a cat might have. Like, like that is not a child's instinct. They're not like, oh, bunny, like, let me bite into them or, you know, rip mm-hmm. them. They're like, oh, cute. Or they're, they, they pet the bunny or, you know, play with them. It's the apple they would eat. Mm-hmm. But we live in a society that is literally built on the normalization of violence. We kill, you know, upwards of like 50 billion, like individual sentient beings that we are bringing into the world, confining, torturing, and then killing, mostly because we like the taste of meat and it's not out of necessity at all. And so when that's our entire society that that like, you know, everything is built around that adults are teaching and reinforcing when you drive down the highway and you have, you know, billboards that show animals as chicken nuggets and like everything we are doing is, in my view, forcing that innate empathy to sort of be shut down or to have children become desensitized to it and not recognize their real compassion. Like, I, I think it's, it's being sort of shut down and that children they're born with that and then our society desensitizes them to this very violent system that we live in and i think that's how we get people that you know exactly you're saying like i don't care about cows well well, why because you have been taught not to care because it would be like horrific 
I mean, and, and many vegans feel this way. Like it is very painful to be sort of awake in a system where yeah. we feel for cows and care about them. And then our parents, our friends, our families, everyone around us that we care about, you know, is poking fun, making jokes at vegans, you know, laughing like, oh, you're so you're softy, you know, all these jokes like that is a very painful position. And I think, honestly, most people sort of in many ways can't handle that. Like they can't look at their plate and see yeah. the violence of how that animal yeah. is there because it, it's it's cognitive dissonance that's too difficult you yeah. know yeah. So oh uh, yeah yeah for sure going on a, yeah. a lot a big piece of it and i i think that i mean as a vegan you don't have to like animals I, like i don't mm. necessarily like cows as much or more than a dog you know right. like I, I i like i think cows are, are what are your top three animals <laughs> i like on uh i mean of all animals they just it, right off the top of your head. What are your first three answers? Just Manate without thinking about it. Manatee. Okay. Uh, let's see. Platypus and uh, no land know, animals. <laughs> Literally no. Like, so you no. don't even like shit that's on the exactly. No. Come on, dude. I'm not oh, no, like, actually. Okay, I'm a vegan. I hate geese. Every time I see a dumb oh, terrible. Geese, I want to chop its neck off with 100%. a sword. You know, but I don't want to. I don't actually. I don't want to. I don't want to eat it. You know, I don't want to. It's like you don't have to even. You don't even have to love animals to say I don't right. want to eat them. Yeah, it's a weird thing. Like, do we have to eat things that we don't love? Yeah. I don't really like you know? Bruno Mars that much. Exactly. <laughs> do I have I'm saying, but we, that's about yeah. where it stops. Exactly. Yeah. Dude. yeah. There's a Uptown lot of people really I don't tested like. me. Yeah. 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 Uptown Funk <laughs> really tested me. You know. It was rough. It was a rough yeah, couple yeah, of yeah, summers. Rough, of, um, rough time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But the the yeah I would say I think I think that's. Good, but I, I wanted to get back to that point where you were talking about like, like eating animals. That's kind of blowing my mind. Like eating animals, maybe just itself, and you know, viewing it as as essential for you, and like even the spiritual element of like, I just ate something. There's no way I could care for it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, do you do you believe truly that like that just like that like ingesting that ingesting? You know, I'm I'm trying to figure out a way to ask this question, but like ingest, like say I eat a I eat a hamburger. Like, is that part of me now as far as like, you know, you know, we, we just think about the classic digestive way. But is that part of me? Like, is that truly I mean, like like part of you, me? You, my take is if you subscribe to any sort of, you know, spiritual philosophy about like sort of vibrations, like there's a lot of people that think like everything around us has a vibration and that we absorb and pick up the vibrations of the things that we consume. You know, you are what you eat. Yeah. Then like think about the fact that you are eating the literal flesh and blood of an individual that probably spent their entire life confined in pain, mm -hmm. tortured, suffering, like their that was their life experience. Mm -hmm. Surely those vibrations are in that flesh. And then when you consume that, you don't think those, those vibrations and that mm -hmm. energy is, is being passed on to you? Yeah. And I think what a lot of people would say to that is especially a lot of like religious people. I think people do, you know, it, when you when you read like even the Bible and stuff like you'll see like humans are above all animals. Right. Yeah. Like in that in that but in that but it's 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 a, it's a different thing. God especially made humans. Right. Like he did. He made these animals. They're here. They're kind of it was kind of all framed like like humans are there to serve God and the, the things that God put on the earth for humans to you know, I, I think that's kind of where a lot of it come from and where they don't they almost feel like it's anti-human in a sense yeah you know i think i hear that word a lot is anti-human mm -hmm. with with mm -hmm. veganism where it's like i'm you know i'm the same thing as as 
this thing and then maybe they think it stems from evolution which a lot of people push back on i don't even know how much evolution i'm into you know like i don't even know that yeah. but you see where i'm where i'm going with this right like yeah. i think that might be maybe conflicts with mm. what that is and then you start doing the sciences better than your religion thing like right. I, I do what, what do you guys think of that i got some thoughts on that so um i think a lot of this comes back to you don't have to think, you don't have to like animals. You don't have to love them. You don't have to think that, that, you know, they're equal to us at all to be vegan. The question that I like to ask when we're talking about this or what we do to animals is one, I think most people, you know, and this is the question I ask people, like, do you agree with me that it's wrong to hurt animals unnecessarily? Right? Mm -hmm. Most people, if you have a dog in front of you and you're like, I'm just going to beat the dog for fun because, like, it makes me laugh. Michael you know Vick, what? Dude. What the, yeah. yeah. Most, like, everyone is horrified by that. Like, and mm -hmm. no one yeah. is sitting there telling those people, like, oh, do you think animals are equal to us because you don't want them to be tortured or beaten? Like, no. Yeah. Nobody wants animals to be hurt unnecessarily, whether they're an animal lover or not. We, we recognize that when it's unnecessary to hurt another being, like, you know, why do it? And so that's the, the question I think we should all be asking ourselves is if we have a choice and we can live a happy and healthy life without killing another animal, without hurting another animal, yeah. why not do so? So, and that, that's like, sure, we can debate about necessity in these certain situations and people might, you know, like, like, like whatever, like all yeah. they're, they're, you know, maybe not everyone is in a position where they can make this choice, Yeah, but most people that have access to a grocery yeah. store and are, you know, eating it fast, like whatever, they're not doing this. Out of yeah. I mean, if you're able to watch this interview, I feel like you should be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're doing like, it out of habit. Broad, broad and taste. Yeah, yeah. You know, whatever you, most people, like you said before, just like the taste of meat. And so if you're in that position where that's why we're doing this, no one is saying you that we have to give animals equal rights to humans or that you have to like them or that they're yeah. on the same level of us. It's just like, we are, you know, which matters more, the life suffering and torture of a being or 15 minutes of pleasure from a burger? All, all we're saying as vegans is, you know, doesn't the literal life and, and experience of a sentient individual that can suffer and feel pain, doesn't that matter more than 15 minutes of pleasure from eating a burger? Yeah. Well, and, and, the, and then the factory farms are such a big part of that because people never, people can get so many degrees of separation from the animal, right? Like, yeah, cause, yeah. cause I, I don't know if I have it in me to slaughter an animal. Like I don't, I don't yeah. think, I don't know if I do. Like, I, I mean, I damn sure wouldn't want to see it, you know, mm -hmm. and, and even the videos mm -hmm. that people will post, I don't want to see them. I know they're there. It's um, to me, I, I think as, as a, an omnivore, um, that's that word still kind of weird for me to use for like my diet, you know, but, but like uh omnivore, I, I, I think it's kind of an uncomfortable truth for me. And it's a truth that we kind of wish we could confine to the attic, like, you know, maybe a certain family member or something like you can just be like, Hey, that, that's up there, but we don't talk about that. You know, like we, mm -hmm. we just eat our meat and, um, and, and, and do that. And I, I do wonder like if, if this is just more of a hard to swallow pill than it is anything, you know, like, cause mm -hmm. it's, it's, and it, and it is, I mean, there is a cultural aspect of it. You know what I mean? Like when you, it, it's tough to get people to be like, Hey, like, you know, that thing you love doing with your dad on the weekend, like barbecuing, everybody goes over, has a family barbecue. Like, yeah, if you switched everything to like eggplant, I, it, it would, it would be different. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like sure. it would, it would be different. So yeah. I think, I think for a lot of people, they're just like, look, man, 
I couldn't go outside without a mask on, you know, for a long yeah. time. I got that taken away from me. I got a lot of stuff taken away from me. And now you're telling me this. And now that's to be fair, you guys have been doing this long before COVID, but this is coming into discussions a lot more now yep. Yep. during COVID because it is like a world economic forum talking point, not necessarily yep. the way you guys are saying it. However, to the average just meat eating individual, they might see this and be like, well, okay, now this podcast is telling me to do this shit. Now, you so know, yeah, uh, I, you know, yeah, I I would love to say. I am not in favor of any kind of like meat ban or dumb, like, you know, like what Berkeley is doing. I, you know, I don't know, maybe feel different. Serena. You know, I've, I've become a lot more libertarian since the COVID thing, you know, and I think a lot of, a lot of, I think we all have here. Right. Where it's just like, just don't tell me what to do, what medicines to take, what this or that, mm -hmm. but I'm sure as shit going to argue my beliefs to, to someone who's not being scientific about this or, or clearly being, and the other thing I want to, uh, this links up to what, what you're talking about is the amount of, there's a huge, a lot of people know deep in their heart. In fact, I would say the majority of people that you ask directly is factory farming bad. They would say, yes, it is. So there's a, there's a huge amount of psych, psychological cope around, um, the, there's a lot of projection, you know, around doing something we know is horrendous and will, absolutely be looked on as a moral atrocity in future generations that we keep doing this thing it people have but people have to come to these conclusions for themselves you know i don't want a bill gates klaus schwab veganism because that's a that wouldn't last because it's fake and dumb and it's like it's you know it's clearly not motivated by by proper um yeah. by the pro you know it's, it's not coming from the proper principles um, so I'm definitely, you know, like if you like eating meat, keep eating it, but just, I mean, just be honest with yourself. Yeah. And you're probably not being honest with yourself is what I would say. And that's my role. That's what I've kind of gently been doing and poking and prodding a little bit is these huge. And that's what really triggered me. It was on Twitter the other day when, the, when I, all these like intellectual post left types, which we're, we're kind of part of, I guess, on this whole pod or whatever, you know, yeah. this, this whole kind of like, you know, like I'm not like. You know, I'm not like the Dems or I'm not like Chapo Trap House. So I'm like this yeah, and that. Yeah. And this, this pretty big, I forget even which one it is. I don't even care. They're like, they're like, man, this is why vegan is so Lucifer, Lucifer into me. Like Lucifer, like, like, that's like, that's like a devil, devil. right? Uh -huh, that's like, uh -huh. I'm like, and I just was like, okay, yeah. Like here's a factory farm image of a bunch of pigs being hung up to slaughter. And here's like some apples and some beans. <laughs> like which one is more Lucifer and bro? Right. Like, it's like. It's just so dumb. It's, it's it's projection. You know it's wrong to eat factory to participate in a system yeah. that just slaughters needlessly cows and pigs and chickens in horrendous conditions. Yeah. And but everyone does it, and they have to attack the people that are like pointing this out. Yeah. You know. And, and, and I, yeah. yeah, I guess I guess my next question too would be: a lot of these guys, uh, again, half the people that follow us on Twitter don't show their faces, so you don't really know who you're talking to half the time. But let's just say a lot of them have guys with like six packs on them and muscles, you know, like yeah. like um, you know, like bodybuilder types. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it, was it Kenneth? Uh, what was the guy's name that you posted, uh, Sai? The, oh, the, Kendrick uh, Kendrick Ferris. Kendrick Ferris. Yeah, yeah so you know right. him, Serena, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so right. I guess what I'm getting at here. I, I I have an issue with guys like that because it's like, dude, you want everyone to be a bodybuilder? Like, I just I don't. Mm -hmm. like, to me, like like we're not. You have to have some kind of baseline of like a regular person, you know, yeah. like to to be because like that almost seems like even more utopian to me than than veganism, right? Taking sweeping over the world is like 
bodybuilders you know what i mean everyone <laughs> bodybuilder and then we like go fight yeah. china or something like i i don't <laughs> like you know it, it doesn't that that never made sense to me but like you know i i think i think I think you guys all like raise valid points with this. And and if, if I will say this, I'll be on record to say it. If there was a vote tomorrow and it had to be this cut and dry, right? We, of course there's caveats and everything, but it said, Hey, no more factory farms. I would vote to get rid of factory farms because I, I think they're net bad. I think they're bad for nutrition. I think they're bad for ethics. I think, yeah, uh, yeah it's just, there's no like benefit other than I get to eat more meat, right? There's literally no benefit benefit of a yeah. factory farm mm-hmm. for me unless i like the taste of meat and i just want more of it i want to be able to eat it three meals a day i want to be able to go to the store i want to be able to go yeah plentiful right and and fast it replenishes the shelves real fast um because you know you'd you'd hear old days where guys would be like damn dude we had we had meat this sunday it was so cool you know what i mean like the grapes of wrath if you i know that was like during like the dust bowl but i just Uh mean you you hear like all the time where they're like man it was so cool it was like such a special occasion we had like meat tonight you know Mm -hmm. and stuff like this feels like a relatively new thing where people are just eating a bunch of meat all the time like it doesn't that that's not uh something you can extrapolate so but i but getting what i or you it's not something that you can trace back for a long time ago where people are just eating nothing but meat and like that much of it right like even during times Back in the day, I'm sure they were you know working off one animal for a while. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, it, was, yeah. it was not. It was not like okay, I got some ribs from over here. I got some you know pork shoulder from over here. Like I got some you know you you don't you, you didn't get that. But I would I would vote against that, knowing I would vote to take down factory farms. I would vote knowing that I wouldn't be able to eat as much, if any, meat to be honest. Because um, again, I'm not killing the animal myself. Mm-hmm. And you know, I I think, and it, and it, and it sucks for a lot of people. And even Sai might disagree because I, I know you you probably like food more than I do. Like actually actually like food, you know, like <laughs> yeah, you probably yeah. do. But like we we eat for pleasure. And that's what I was getting yeah. at earlier, where it's like, man, maybe like the only thing I have to look forward to today after a bad day at work and all that stuff is like maybe the shitty meal I'm gonna eat for dinner. And yeah. like we do eat for pleasure. And I, I just wonder if you have to just change the idea, the only way to get people to like truly at least cut down on meat or actually question where it came from to where you can maybe get rid of these factory farms is like you have to you have to kind of like eat to live, not live to eat. You know. There's, well, there's crazy that. Okay. Oh yeah. You definitely, especially with the heart disease thing, and if you want to cure heart disease, you're yeah. not going to be enjoying your diet as much as if, you, if you're eating like bread dipped in olive oil and 100 and butter and stuff. Another common thing that vegans say that I absolutely have experienced is that paradoxically, restricting your diet through veganism absolutely explodes and expands your food cultural awareness and the ingredients that you use i know way more about food and like and just numbers of things that i actually eat from all over the world since i made this shift than before right when you were just eating like jack-in-the-box chicken tenders or whatever you know kind of thing and so and so that's why i'm almost like i like that's why there are like cool omnivores that are like very vegan heavy Kind of like you, honestly, where you're like, where you're, well, you know, like where really people, like the more vegetable, the more, the more vegan you go, the more foodie you can become and enjoy your food in the plant-based paradigm, and then still maybe have a little bit of butter or a little bit of cheese or whatever you do. Again, I'm not like saying that I support that or that it's good or bad or whatever, but I'm saying that's that's probably better than thinking that you need a 32 ounce ribeye every, every three days or something. Yeah. um, Yeah. Well, I, I I mean, to me, like I guarantee you, if I were to go vegan 
which I, I, I the door's open for, for my life. I, I, I probably don't think it'll happen, but like I could, I could see myself needing to make a change at some point and, um, and, and feeling a push to do so and, and, and doing that. And I like enough, I like enough stuff, you know, like the, yeah. to where I, I think I could do it. But what I, what, you know, I'd, I'd probably end up liking Indian food. I don't, I'm not a really big fan no. of Indian food, but I probably would end food. up. I know every literally every vegan. Oh, actually, most yeah. people like most people like Indian food in California. So, but like for me, I just the flavors. I think it's just too cumin-y for me. I, I was like usually yeah. where I'm at. Like the, you know the breads are great. Everything, all that stuff's yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. I like dal and stuff. But like I know you know there's people that could just eat anything, and I, I'd have to. I'd have to be like, well, you know what? That's what I like now. You know, it, yeah. it's it's uh, there'd be a whole another portion of things that I do like cut out of my life. And uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's an interesting point what you say about how it expands culinarily right yeah. and you and you do and you probably have to learn how to cook too that, yeah it forces you to yeah for there's, sure i mean there's no way mm -hmm. like I, I mean maybe i'm not saying there's no way but how are you gonna like constantly depend on somebody else deciding if you're eating vegan today yeah you know what i mean like well, you've got the you know burger king impossible whopper and vegan <laughs> chicken nuggets at kfc i mean yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like, true i mean but then like is, you're, i mean that is the benefit of it being yeah of all of that fast food stuff that that some vegans are really advocating for like it does make it mm, a lot yeah. more accessible and easier for anyone anywhere to do without as you know radically sort of changing their fundamental yeah. diet but i did mm -hmm. want to what you said about voting and factory farming mm -hmm. that's that's the whole quandary we find ourselves in is that we can and again i this is what we talk with slav all, all the time about um mm -hmm. how i i cannot first I've, I've just purely based on the math and the geography and the numbers I cannot see a situation in which we end factory farming and dramatically increase what we so-call, you know, free range, uh, consciously grown, grass fed, open range, plenty of room, animals to roam, meat and food and eggs and dairy and stuff like that. Um, and have anywhere near the amount that we currently consume as a species. Well, you wouldn't. Not even half, not yeah. even a quarter, not even probably a tenth. And obviously there's different, there's ex exceptions. Like I do think like the backyard chicken egg thing could be a big thing. Like people do that and that oh, works yeah. and they get, they have more eggs than they know what to do with. But in terms of like meat and dairy, no way. There's no zero. way. No, I, I the only time I'd be able to eat it would be if I actually like made friends with a real butcher, yeah. like where I actually knew the guy that would be the one that, so, I mean, that would be the sacrifice yeah. I'd make. Like I, I, I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't just vote that and be like, well, can't wait for bacon tomorrow morning. Well, that's what I, yeah. Like, no, I, I would know that. So I that's, just, no, it, no, it, yeah. And you, you said that. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying like, but there's people like this huge, you know, this whole cows are going to save the planet and we need them to graze to soak up CO2 or whatever, which I think is bullshit on principle anyway. But even if it were true, it's, it's just, there's just not enough land and room. We already give half our crops to animals. We're half our land to animals as is, you know, that's why veganism is is so it's just by default it is so sustainable. Mm -hmm. And I know this this is a word that's been ruined over the last like five or ten years, but privilege. Like, how are you gonna say you eating expensive ass and rare one percent of the total meat, grass-fed beef isn't a privileged situation? You know, where you're telling people, especially we're going to, you know, you're telling people to that's the someone dunked on me. It was like when when I was talking about this, and I was like, I was like, yeah, among other things, it's just not financially sustainable for most people. And they're like, 
oh, you're poor. You can't afford it. So I'm like, so you're saying that you need to be rich to be healthy according to your paradigm, you know? Whereas yeah. most vegans are the opposite. They're like, you could be eating dirt cheap and be pretty healthy as a vegan, you know, if you know well, what you're doing, right? Yeah, um, that, that's making me think about the whole carnivore thing again. Mm-hmm. I think anytime we're looking at any diet or lifestyle and talking about it being ideal, we should look at what would the world look like if the whole world ate that way? Yeah. Is that sort of possible? Like, is it possible? Mm-hmm. And if like the people that are advocating carnivore diets, there is no way that we can feed the whole world a carnivore diet, you know, that's this, mm-hmm. you know, that I mean, one carnivore diet in general, like we, we have a hard time doing that. Like, to yeah, feed the whole world that way, we already don't really have enough land. And then if yeah. you want to get rid of factory farms and do that in a sustainable and ethical mm-hmm. way, no way in hell. Like there, yeah. you know, but feeding the whole world a like a whole foods vegan diet, even just even it's trivial. It's trivial. It's not whole foods. Even just like a you know generic yeah. like maybe industrial plant agriculture vegan diet mm-hmm. would still free up literally free up massive amounts of agricultural land to yep. be rewilded, reforested, used for other purposes. Yeah. And we could like the whole world transitioning to a vegan diet would do that. The whole world transitioning to a carnivore diet would literally max out and destroy the planet. Yeah. And I what's funny carnivore for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And even what's funny, even omnivores like Michael Pollan fully admit that it's this weird space they live in where they're clearly intellectual. They're clearly not vegan or whatever. Yeah, but they're they're like, yeah, there's no way it can be done. <laughs> you know, no, they're just kind of like laughing off. They're like, and, whatever, you know. It's and like, also the people, yeah. th- there's <laughs> also people that are like, they have to, and we, we talk about this a lot, they have to reflexively tell themselves that there's no way the planet's going to end. Yes, yes. So well, anything you say that's not sustainable, they say to what, right? Yeah. Sustainable to what? What do you mean? I mean everything's sustainable. You know, like, yeah. like in in their in their mind, they, maybe economically to them, it might not be sustainable. Mm. But for the planet to still be here, the a lot of people are saying, "Well, I don't." Here. They will. They'll. Yeah. Well, they'll Pretty say good. climate change isn't real. So shut up. You know what I mean? Like, no, I'm not even like, talking about climate change. I'm talking about land, water, yeah. soil. Like, I think the, man, yeah. the, cl- <laughs> the climate thing. That's that's a psyop that I fell for. And I'm not saying that climate change isn't real, but I'm saying that the vegan argument in favor. Okay, I've, I'm a little mixed on this. I do think animal agriculture does drive greenhouse gas emissions, in particular methane, which is super strong and super fast acting, and way more um, could trigger uh, second order effects than carbon, right? Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that, Serena? Absolutely. Where, yeah. But I hate, okay, so there's this weird, you know, again, this whole Netflix, don't look up, Leo DiCaprio, yeah. live, Democrat, Hollywood, Oscar mm-hmm. kind of thing, where they're like, got to go vegan for the climate change thing. And it's like, okay, or you could do it for the things that you see with your own eyes. Like 90% of the Brazilian rainforest destroyed because we want to grow A, soybeans for cows, or B, mm-hmm. cows on the land. Or the Gulf of Mexico, huge amounts of nitrogen runoff doing causing these massive tidal blooms of like red algae that killed dolphins and whales and all this yeah. shit, you know, all because of pig farming and cow farming. Right. Um, who is the, well, they talked about in uh, one of the documentaries where it's like, you know, cows are basically like a North American pest already it, with the amount of grazing that we do currently, mm-hmm. not even accounting for an increase. If we went more grazed and more grass fed, right. they completely changed the landscape of America, you know, 
even when you account for the buffalo and everything that were natural back in the day and wild. We have right? way more cows than there were ever buffalo naturally ever. on this land. Yeah. So it's like there there are direct it's like the it's like it's the exact same thing with the heart attack the biomechanical effects of saturated fat and protein. We can see that with our own eyes, so to speak, with modern technology. We know exactly what happens when we eat these foods. Yeah. We know the exact degradation. Uh, what's that fucking word? I keep messing that word. Degradation. <laughs> yeah, de yeah, the degradation that animal, uh, that animal food, animal farming causes without needing to invoke climate change, like, at all. Mm -hmm. Right. Do you agree with that, Serena? Like, what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I still very much think climate change is a very real issue, but I think the conversation is being misdirected. I think agriculture and cows and methane are the biggest issue. And most people, most of the Democrats, liberals, world, like most people around the world that are talking about climate change are still completely fundamentally ignoring the fact that animal agriculture is so unsustainable and, and I mean in so many ways but like so so yeah I, I think climate change and animal agriculture is still a huge issue but mm -hmm. I think that yeah the bigger issue even if you don't want to talk about climate change or don't think it's a big problem clearly obviously every single other one of our environmental problems facing the planet from like fresh water water pollution air pollution soil loss of topsoil you know, literally everything else, deforestation, the number one cause behind all of them is animal agriculture. So, and, yeah. And, and I just, I, I just got to interject the whole, because we're both, and I think you too, Glenn, I'm sure, are pro-gardening, pro-organic, biodynamic kind of vibe against industrial agriculture. Yeah. But, and this is the thing, is that they make this weird false straw man thing of like, you're either like, you're either like a, like a like a carnivore grass-fed guy or you know, like a soy boy industrial vegan guy and i would say even if we all went vegan on the planet just like you said earlier serena and we all did the industrial vegan thing with these shittiest forms of fertilizer pesticide farming that we could possibly imagine that we currently use to grow all our vegan and not vegan foods mm -hmm. even if we still kept those the amount of uh healing the earth could go under even in that scenario that none of us agree with we're not condoning yep. that system just by the fact that it would be scaled back so much that we would we'd be growing 80 percent less crops for animals we would be growing 80 percent less corn soy all this yep. all the gmos are corn and soy they're all that's that's what they were designed for they were designed for seed yep. oils yes seed vegetable oils <laughs> And and uh, and feed for animals. Literally, ninety percent of soy grown in the U.S. is fed to animals for animal agriculture. People are like, "Oh, soy!" You know, ninety percent of soy in the Amazon. I think it's. I mean, it's like soy we actually consume as a food is like one percent of global. Yeah, food. that's yeah. interesting. So, so the meme yeah. aspect of this is doing a lot of heavy lifting for exactly. the soy. The soy exactly. hate, right? Is the is the just the soy male, the soy person itself. However any yeah. soy is going for probably what that person holds close to their chest right is the yeah. cow is the animal agriculture factory farms or even just in yeah. general just eating meat in general that's interesting mm -hmm. well and yeah and building off of what you said because yeah absolutely that is a false dichotomy that so many people you know put together and my thing is you should compare like you can't compare the best of the animal eating world either with the worst of the vegan world. Even if you do, the vegan option still comes out better for the planet. 
but let's compare like the ideal of both situations and the ideal you know vegan system that i think you'd probably agree with is like a veganic agroecological like you know not gmo not to you know like yep. using like all the same methods that you can do a, re a regenerative yep. you know holistic like I don't love monocrops and GM no, no, no. foods by any means. Um, and and the, the, man, the I gotta say, the the omnivores and carnivores, even the ones I respect that are like very pro agroecology, are way behind in their understanding of like organic agriculture. There, there's zero, yeah. there's zero problem with growing any crop in virtually any circumstance without animal inputs. But I gotta say. Even, even if the claims that these people are making are true, that we somehow need animals, need beef cows or whatever to have to have a magical effect on the ecosystem, very well may be true to a certain extent. Oh, hang on, I got it. There. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, didn't even, even make that, the top three animals, no thought. No, no, no. Didn't even make the top two. three. <laughs> yeah. Even if that were true, even if we needed cows roaming the earth to, to create a symbiotic relationship with plants or whatever, um we don't need to eat those cows that's the other yeah right is that you know like yeah you should just in theory just have cows right exactly. is that what, yeah. you're, is that what oh. you're saying mm -hmm. yeah yeah but i gotta say man the, the yeah the, the veganic stuff is so advanced it's so and i'm not again like man if i'm not a, i want to have chickens roaming around i'm not some like anti-animal vegan like i want farm animals around and shit you know like i'm but we could use that we could use their poop as fertilizer, you know, we could do that. It's fine. You know, it's like, it's not this weird dichotomy thing. You know, it's just this, I don't know. You could tell we, I, I got a lot off my chest with this whole, <laughs> you know, there's like, I, I, I did a bust on this whole, on this whole yeah. topic. Cause it's just, mm -hmm. man, if people are, what I hate is people are, people pretend that meat and dairy have no psyop angle to them at all. That there's yeah. not an industry behind them that wants you to think of certain, that's insane to me. Well, so, you know, yeah, and yeah. Okay, they think, so, it's, so, they think it's like the vegetable oils that are running the show, and it's like that. The, there's no lobby in America. Look at the taxes. Look at the tax credits that, like, that's insane. Yep. You know, it's like it's it's absolutely. There's nothing else like that on the planet in terms of how, what we do that or how we do that. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's just just don't be so sure you aren't psyoped yourself is what I would say to these guys. You know, well, so, yeah. yeah. And so yeah. I have two things I want to add to that. Yeah. Um, you know, sort of coming back to the what you're saying, but also like climate change. I know several people that were at like the COP 20, I don't know yeah, where yeah, it is, yeah, whatever, yeah. The, you know, summit, the summit or the something, summit, like the, yeah. you know, UN, whatever their thing. Um, and for as much as people love to say like, yeah, you know, like all, the UN and working but like they're pushing veganism on us. The vegans at that event cannot get literally a seat at the table. They cannot be heard. And when the UN first came out with their, you know, estimate back in, I don't know, 2006 or something that said that like animal agriculture was causing like, um, I think it was 18% of greenhouse gas emissions and vegans, you know, used that number for a long time. And then like several years later, they reversed it down to 14%. And the literal influence what people don't realize is the organization the part of the un that put that out is the the fao the food and agriculture organization it is literally run by the animal agriculture industry and they did not like that it was saying 18 percent, and literally ignored the science and argued it down to 14 percent. so if you want to talk about like 
who is really dictating the agenda at the UN or the Food and the, the World Economic Forum, the, the, the right. FAO, the, the organizations that are putting these out, there might be a few people that are promoting plant-based diets within them, but the vast majority of the influence and the funding and the bias is not on the vegan side because when vegans or you know people promoting actual plant-based diets try to go to these events, they literally get shunned and cannot get a seat at the table. Right. And leaders of like factory farms and large agriculture lobby groups are the ones deciding policy. So yeah. exactly like what you were saying about you know who's being psyoped. But then yeah. the second point I want to make on the climate change thing is even though I think I do think climate change is a very real issue and animal animal agriculture is a big cause. I actually think we have a bigger looming environmental crisis that is not being talked about. And that is species extinction. And yes, it does rely on modeling. But when you look at the rate of wild species die off over like the last couple of years, there are some people suggesting that, you know, by the end of the 2020s, we could literally almost have no wild animals left. And if that happens, we could have a complete like ecological collapse. And what is causing species to die off more than anything else? Animal agriculture, especially due through deforestation. Right. And like Amazon, you know, Amazon rainforest habitat, like that's causing all of these, you know, insects and birds, all these different types of species to, to die out. And the rate just keeps accelerating. And so I know that there are a number of scientists and you know vegan advocates that are kind of saying like sure talk about climate change but we actually have way more serious issues resulting from the pollution and the deforestation of animal agriculture and the world economic forum and the un like and our government no one is talking about that they're they are completely ignoring the actual environmental crises in front of us that have a more immediate and severe impact i think it's a a vicious circle too because we it is the animal agriculture, and then we create these these insane new systems to grow food to support so many animals with the glyphosate and the Roundup Ready, the BT toxin in the in the soybeans and the corn, and that creates a greater ecological yeah. pressure. That it's just this crazy system that just keeps going. Yeah, and I think yeah. the, the insects are a huge thing, the monarchs and the bees and everything, and it's it's a uh, it's horrendous. Um, and yeah. like. What I will say, I see their like, and again, I've been very harsh on like these types of bros throughout this whole thing, you know, in terms of the, the carnivore thing. But man, I really do. I gotta say, I do enjoy talking with a lot of these guys more than the the Klaus Schwab vegan types and the the Bill Gates side, the psyoped vegans, who are, in my opinion, just you know, they it's it's all one thing, like we talk about in the, this yeah. podcast. How they they you could predict every one of their stances on every other issue you know they don't really on covid on vaccines on everything else you know yeah they don't really think for themselves the um the a lot of times the the healthy omnivores are much more ecologically minded and i agree with their worldview a lot more Mm -hmm. i think they i think they ignore uh the damage a lot of the stuff they do creates in, in in the broad scheme you know, um, but but I got to say, man, like, you know, I hear a lot of these guys arguing for, you know, uh, you know, completely against monoculture, you know, disru- disruptive agriculture, you know, planting the uh, 
you know, the milkweed along every yeah. field and in every farmland, completely disrupting the Midwest, which is where you're from, Serena. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, credit where credit's due. You know, I don't want to live in the psyop vegan world at all. And I think yeah. we do, we need these guys to, to be an input in the conversation. But I, you know, I just can't follow them to their ultimate conclusion. You know? yeah. and, and that's where I think that there's a lot of confusion around what veganism is and why it's important to separate that veganism is very different than being against a corporate food system. Because I think a lot of vegans are just so focused on advocating purely just for animals that they basically say, you know, like not, not only that they don't care about a corporate food system, but almost end up promoting it because they think it's going to save animals. But I think it's important, I guess, to remind people like myself, like I consider myself to be an ethical vegan animal rights act, you know, activist who is also an anti-corporate food system activist. So I I don't do that. Like I'm I'm against both. And so I think we have like the sort of, you know, animal rights more corporate vegans that, you know, are doing anything for animal rights and so end up advocating for a corporate food system and then you have the anti-corporate food system people that don't understand the animal rights yeah. and so they're they're doing all this other stuff that yeah i think is great and important that i love that many of the vegans are completely missing right. um, and i'd love to see more of an effort to bring the best of both of those perspectives together yeah you yeah. seem like a food populist type thing you know like yeah. i mean mm-hmm. in, a, in a sense you know like like to, to get that going i just had one i had one more it's not not related to any of this. I just had one more question for Serena. Are you, you're you still run right? Like go go for runs and, and haven't and, over the winter so yeah. much, but yes. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, but but in, in you're 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 pro running. Let's just say that much. I um, ran a half marathon about six months ago. Awesome. So, yes. That people don't understand how tough that is. I've I've done a couple halves, two fulls, and the dedication and training it takes for that. I learned way more about myself just trying to work a full-time job outdoors at that and then like run California summers, train during the summer to do 26 miles in October. Like, like that is like, you learn a lot, but there, do you ever run into the people? And I think this is a cope to the people who try to like say that running's bad, actually. Like they run into (laughs) people that say that because I have so many people that like, it's bad for your heart. It's bad for your joints, which I don't disagree that it's bad for your joints. I'm, uh-huh. My knees are still good. Like, so I'm they, every every person I've ever talked to, like, run till your knees don't work. Like, and then you mm. didn't figure something out. But like, I've, I there's so many people that are like anti running because a lot of these guys who are on the like that crazy meat diet, they actually think exercise does nothing. Yeah. Like there's people that exercise think exercise like, does nothing. Yeah. I Well, <laughs> I might be able to maybe formulate, you know what I'm talking about, yeah, right? Like, sure, like the yeah. people who are just be like, okay, like. You know, we I'm not, not even shit on this guy. Episode, the the Bitcoin and seed oils guy that we had on yeah. that we got stolen by Vice by us. I'm just gonna go yeah, and say yeah. that they've got stolen. There's there's yeah. not that many degrees <laughs> yeah. of separation. I'm not being delusional. And yeah. uh, the the but you know even he was saying that like because we were we were having a kind of a quasi debate where it was like I can't isolate seed oils as just the lone issue why why health is so bad now obesity is so high blah, blah blah I can't I can't do that. Mm-hmm. But like these guys will also, you know, he had also said that like there's actually no, you know, not a lot of science that that like moving around, you know, uh, like a sedentary lifestyle is actually as bad as people think. Like the people lean too much on exercise, which I think we all agree. There's people that think they can exercise and eat whatever they want. Like, oh, that's, yeah, that's yeah. bad. But like there's a lot, they will go as far as to say, like, I just eat perfectly and don't move around. 
And I'm like, no, your body needs to circulate. Like, I, I think your body. Yeah. Like, needs to I'm circulate. so skeptical of that. Yeah. Like, and a lot of those guys oh. are like joggers. Oh my gosh, joggers so lame and stuff. And like, like, and, and I get it. Like, it's a stupid look. Like, when you see the, it's very much like Lance Armstrong bike costume. Like, it's very visceral. Like, you're just visually like, oh, what is that? what's that guy's problem? Like, I, I get that. But like, you know, have you? I, I guess have you heard that sentiment? And like, I just I want to hear your take oh, on on I mean, running. Yeah, not so much, especially not at the half marathon level. I no. certainly hear people say it more about like ultra marathons. Yeah, that's and, not, that's insane yeah. though. I mean, and like, I feel that way. like I've no I've volunteered yeah. for some ultra marathons yeah. and like you know, there's part of me that like admires that and thinks like, oh, that would be kind of cool to see how far I can oh, push man. my body. Yeah. And then there's part of me that's like, this is fucking insane. Like what these people are doing. Like why? Why? You know? I, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I feel like so I. Maybe someday I'll run a full marathon. I would probably only do it once just to sort of say I've done it um, or to, you know, push myself. But I, my personal just like gut feeling is, yeah, running long distances can be really hard. I mean, we're not going for a short little run, a couple miles every day, you know, but like, yeah, running a marathon or a particularly yeah. ultra marathon. So I really like the half marathon distance because That's that is like, the perfect like i'm i'm pushing myself i'm yep. getting a good workout and i'm not killing my body i'm not dry heaving i'm not like supplementing <laughs> i'm not supplementing like insane stuff like i'm not drinking electrolyte shitty electrolyte tablets and like yeah. things yeah. like that like yeah. no i totally agree i've done two marathons i will not do a full one ever it doesn't matter like i i just it's i was psychologically great but the half marathons were great and you yeah. brought up the ultra marathon mm -hmm. i know two people that have done this mm -hmm. it's the most psychotic thing i've ever heard in my life it's called <laughs> the world's toughest foot weight race the uh bad water 135 yep yep i I'm 135 is not mm -hmm. a arbitrary number here it okay. is 135 miles yeah. 217k non-stop from death valley to mount whitney california yes the death valley rich um, roll did that one i think you know who he is no uh, i don't sure. Like I know two people that tapped out. Yeah. That tapped out. You have to make the cut. Like you have to make the cut. Like they won't wait okay. for you forever. I think it. Well, he yeah. or Scott Jurek, maybe Scott Jurek did that too. Scott yeah, Jurek, Scott the Jurek. vegan runner. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. No, I'm I'm familiar with it. I I would never in a million years do that. And I do think, yeah, being that crazy. Any, I think any. This is true even of like the bodybuilders that like really bulk up and get obsessive. Like they're into yep. super high protein. Like I don't think that's healthy either to like be eating obsessive amounts of protein so that you can right. like you know. But I think it's also just as ridiculous to think that like sedentary isn't bad for you or that like moving, you know, you don't need to move your body if you eat a great diet. No, like, yeah, you can't out exercise a bad diet. Totally. That's actually, there's some good studies done on that uh, where are even like even pretty sedentary whole food plant-based eaters are dramatically healthier in under the hood than like, like, on the war runners that are that are which is yeah yeah, yeah absolutely. and then no but and you always hear about the my dad would always be like these runners they, they, they die from heart attacks and it's like mm -hmm. yeah because we all die from heart attacks and you're putting stress <laughs> in your heart you know yeah but it's I, no yeah, i agree yeah you can't my, uh, my take was never that i i, well, I want to reiterate marathon yeah. running i don't believe is it does anything for your health that is a personal yeah, yeah. like thing you're trying to achieve yeah. it doesn't do anything i mean it's like yeah. it's not there's yeah. a threshold for what running can do for you health-wise there's a, there's like a if you just can do a couple a couple runs a week of any distance you, not i will say this i've been watching a lot of the truth about cancer mm -hmm. yeah. i've been watching that stress 
stress can can give you cancer. It's 100% true. Mm -hmm. I, I don't oh, yeah. care. I will debate anybody about that. Stress can give you cancer. Running is the best stress reliever I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Like it is the best thing in the world. You run, put a podcast in your ear, mm -hmm. whatever. Something just so yeah. yeah. Like when I was training for marathon, I was listening to full Joe Rogan episodes. That's how long you have to run. Uh -huh. And yeah. like it's it, when I was doing that kind of stuff, like it was it's what gets you through it and you you have to sigh up yourself to like running i mean nobody likes it normally you have to just be like oh, yeah. i did a mile that was really cool i felt great the next day that's good let me just try it again and like drill yeah. it into your brain so i wasn't saying uh -huh. like i don't believe that i believe serena had it right that one to push yourself a half marathon is the perfect distance yeah 10k is actually wonderful too mm -hmm. the most of america cannot run i mean it's like over 90 percent of america cannot complete one mile without oh stopping. yeah I think it's yeah, a lot higher than that, actually. I think it's about like no, I mean, 96, 97%. Yeah. Like, it's a crazy. Like, there's so many people that cannot run a mile. And, and a mile is like what we were, our bodies were designed to run. Like, mm -hmm. one yeah. mile. You Which know, is great. Think. If you did a mile like three times a week, just run, running two yeah. or three times a week, it yep. can be done. Even pause. I'm, I'm not even an anti pause guy. There's a lot of mm -hmm. pause guys. I like, I like to take a pause halfway in my runs. Like, no, but you're mm -hmm. not competing. They just, just, yeah. just exercise. It's, like, just move fun. your body. I mean, yeah, I just, for me, I think whatever, like, I don't, I, and I'm not a fitness expert by any means. And I've tried a lot of different things and I change it up. Like sometimes I'm like into running. Sometimes I'm more into doing a little bit of, you know, resistance training, weightlifting. Love Other love times it. I'm love like, it. let me get into yoga or let me take some dance classes. Like, I, you know, yeah. I think the bigger thing besides like any of those particular things, I do think moving your body, like I think yeah. being sedentary sitting walk, in a chair walk. Yeah, is yeah. very bad for mm -hmm. you. Getting out, doing something, and enjoying it, I think, is incredibly good for your yeah, health. Yeah, and absolutely. and you know, yeah, you can't out exercise a bad diet, but you can't also eat your way to like physical yeah. fitness either. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, exactly. Fit. Your body's your body's meant to move around. Like it was, it was. Yeah. It's why you can walk. I mean, like, what, what, yeah. you wouldn't be able. What would be the point of like like being able to move? You know, jump. You know, basically hop off of the couch and move to the kitchen at the rate we do. If all we were supposed to do was walk to the kitchen all day, it could take an hour. Right. Yeah. Like you, you could have that take an hour by, by, you know, biological design, like, and just be like, yeah. well, that's going to be your activity for the day. So we don't need to speed yeah. this up. Like, yeah. like, you know, yeah. So you're meant to do that, but um, yeah. yeah well, well, thanks for coming by again. That was really good. I, I really, yeah. really enjoyed uh, uh, talking about that. Cause I hate to see my guy just suffering on the front lines. I wanted to put something on, on, uh, on, on, oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know enough. <laughs> I don't know enough yeah. to just be like, well, I, I, cause I don't know any more than like what the carnivore guys are saying. I don't know. I know a few things. I know, you know, what shouldn't be in my food. I do know well, that. Well, it's like you were talking about the other night, the gut tests. What, what do you? What does it feel like? Does it feel like yeah. eating a thirty ounces of meat every day is healthy? I don't know. Yeah, but, and to, I, maybe it does for those guys. I, I, yeah. I, I don't, I don't deny that's how they feel. That's what I say. I, I don't, yeah. I don't deny that, especially because weightlifting is bad. Weightlifting kills. You know, I'm, I, I don't even like weightlifting. I have, I'm starting to having to begin to like do it. It's just like lightweight training. I can't deny yeah. that it feels incredible. So like, yeah. it could just be that these guys are in their twenties. Some of these guys are in their twenties, mm. which were, you know, for the most part, they probably are pretty healthy as far as like, you know, they can move, they can, you know, they're in good shape. They could lift up anything. They're not hurting at the end of the day. Now those, those days might be numbered if you're eating three, four pounds of meat a day, like, I, you know, you might, but you, it'd be tough. It's probably tough for, for, uh, you know, somebody who's 22 years old, ex football player eating, yeah. you know, eating a bunch of, you know, meat a day and like, they feel incredible or somebody who lost a bunch of weight doing that. You know what yeah. I mean? Cause you can totally. Um, totally. And somebody who lost a bunch of weight and, and does weight mean everything? No, but 
it means something, you know, I, I'll say yeah, that much, like whether sure. it's, whether it's up here, whether it's to our eyes, whether it's anything like it, it does mean something to, to most of the world. So, or most of this country, I should say. And yeah, like that, that, yeah, I, I don't know where I was going with that, but that was, no, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I don't want to be, I don't want to begrudge or deny anyone's personal experience, you know, hmm. but I think long-term, you know, if, if we're talking about longevity and yep. disease prevention. Yeah, disease prevention um, yeah, is, yeah, is a big thing that, that nobody I, in their 20s is prepared for, you know, like, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, that's the I, other thing I wanted to say. Oh, sorry, mm-hmm. Serena, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. And then well, I was I'll... just going to say, there's also this rhetoric of, yeah, like, like, who cares how long we live? We're here, like, yeah. our souls come in, boom, 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 we die, you know, and I... Man, I get that, and you know, and there's like you know artists and musicians that die young, and they but they contributed so much, and or even not even just regular people, you know, and it's like, and like I get that sentiment, but my whole thing is, man, when you're 50, 60 years old, and you have a fucking, you know, you have a massive heart attack, and you could see death, and you're like, goddamn, I'm gonna miss my daughter's graduation, or her, or when she has kids, and my fucking grandkids, you, 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 tell me how you feel then, okay? If you still feel the same, and you feel like you're gonna you want to die and that's you know whatever man it's cool that's cool you know but i've known so many people that have been lived so unhealthily for their whole lives including people in my own personal family that suffered a health scare and they're fucking juicing the next week they're like let's go it's time to get healthy i want to live you know and it's like so like the vast majority of people when confronted with an early mortality they and the thing is a lot of these carnival guys they're convincing them to go carnivore these people that are suffer a heart attack or suffer diabetes and it's gonna kill them faster than well, you know, and it's that's what's that's the scary thing is like it's people need to know this information. Is all, that's all I and I think it's a myth, even you know, the idea that this is just gonna um you know kill you early because really what the science shows is that you just die longer. Like we are very good at keeping people alive with our modern yeah. medicine and technology in the US. Yeah. And so we can save your life, but it means, you know, whether you've got heart disease or diabetes or cancer, you're going to be on drugs and meds and disabled. So the question I think people should be asking isn't just like, I think it, it's a, a misunderstanding of what the statistics actually show when mm. you know, what the data actually shows when people are like, well, I don't care if I die early. Most people do not just heal over from a heart attack and die instantaneously. Yeah. They have their first heart attack. They have angina. Yeah. They have chest pain. Yeah. Then they they have you know prediabetes and then diabetes and then they need a toe amputator. You know, I mean, it's like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. ongoing, and that is affecting not your length of life but your quality. quality. Of life. Yeah. And most people, I believe, care about their quality. Of oh, 100%. Life. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's, it's flippant to me when people are just like, I don't care if I die out. I'm like, okay, well, do you care about having the last 20 years of your life be like livable? You know, where you can and, walk yeah, and yeah. do stuff yeah. or, you know, confined to a chair and, and, you know, on a bunch of meds. Like, are you okay if the last 20 years of your life are that? Yeah. Yeah, great point. Great yeah. point. And uh, on that note, uh, Serena, go ahead and I know you have a few different ventures. You have your podcast, you have your um, and you have your Instagram and stuff. So go ahead and just promote everywhere where people can find you. Yeah. So I have a website. It's bornvegan.org. And there are links to like my Instagram, my Facebook, my podcast, um, my YouTube channel, all over there. The thing I'm most active on right now is Instagram. Yep. Um, I wrapped up my first season of my podcast, but the episodes are all there. I still encourage yep. people to listen to them. You so. might remember, jo- uh, folks might remember Dr. Jonathan Latham from our show. He has has, has made an appearance mm-hmm. on there. So yep. that's that's yep. great. Yep. So it's bornvegan.org and, and uh, all the links are there. And for anyone who 
who maybe listen to this and is curious or interested in shifting their diet a little bit more, you know, in the vegan direction, I do have a free like vegan sort of starter guide cool. that has like my top basically 10 tips, yeah. resources, links, um, and even a recipe for like a tofu scramble. So yeah, you can cool. download that on my website too. Yep. And That's anybody crazy. who wants to implement that, I'm pretty sure Sai would be down to help you with, with something too. Maybe those yeah. would be better DMs for you to get would be, Hey, yeah. you know, all right, tell me, tell me what would be good if the, totally. you know, I, I think that's fair. I think that, I think yeah. that's fair. Like if it's like, if you're going to make the oh, case yeah. for it, you, I mean, maybe, you know, not on like, maybe don't flood them with it, but yeah, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. I, I don't think, I don't think everyone's going to come. I think people are going to get mad at first, but then, you know, some yeah. people might not. And, um, you know, it's important to, to, okay, I'm ready to make the change and then what the hell, you know, and then they're, yeah. then they probably bore themselves from making some garbage, you know yeah. what I mean? Beginning and they're like, well, no, never again. Sorry. I don't, I no, don't feel good. And I don't, yeah, yeah. So, I, I I could I could see that. So uh, yeah, everybody make sure follow Serena on all platforms. And uh, thanks, guys. Everyone have a good night. Thank you so much.